So we will find anything and everything else to do in our business except what's needed, meaning you probably have the most beautiful website, you have the best looking business cards, you have the most fantastic programs, you have the excellent outfits to wear at a networking event. But when it actually comes to being able to make that direct ask for business and being able to enroll, suddenly, the laundry needs to be folded, the dog needs to be fed, the kids need to be taken to school, the neighbor's yard needs to be raked, anything else except what's really needed to move the business forward. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Are you ready to start investing in real estate today, but don't know where to start? Sometimes investing can seem way too complicated, but it actually couldn't be any easier than with homeinvest.com. You know the co-founder and my friend, Nate Armstrong. He appeared on episode 20, and if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it, episode number 20. Home Invest is a company that allows you to invest in turnkey real estate. Their goal is to build powerful investment tools that make real estate investing accessible to everyone. They have contractors and property managers available for you with the click of your mouse. While other real estate agents can only offer a property, Home Invest brings you a full turnkey package that allows you to diversify your investments, earn passive income, and start building equity in properties. Their simple, intuitive design allows newcomers and experienced investors alike to hit the ground running and to be able to choose the properties when they want and where they want. View easy-to-understand charts and data to allow you to buy in only a few clicks or just a simple phone call. With Home Invest, you'll be building your portfolio as quickly or as slowly as you would like. And right now, Home Invest is giving our listeners, Pillar of Wealth Creation listeners, a free course on how to finally win in real estate investing. So go to homeinvest.com forward slash pillars. That's homeinvest.com forward slash pillars to claim your free course today. Hey, welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, as always, Todd Dexheimer. With me today, I've got Heather Dominic. Heather, how are you doing today? Good, thank you. So happy to be here. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you spending some time with us. So just a little bit about Heather. She's the founder and leader of the Highly Sensitive Entrepreneur Movement since 2010. And Heather's a woman who's impressively successful and highly sensitive, a former high school drama teacher who collaborated with none other than Bette Midler, uh, graduate of NYU, where she received her first coaching training. And Heather's also a winner of the 2015 Best of Manhattan Coaching Award. A uh, couple other things, and I'll let Heather kind of tell us a little bit more about her. She appeared on Lifetime Television and has been published in numerous books, including Stepping Stones to Success, alongside uh, Deepak, uh, how do you say his name? Deepak Chopra. <laughs> Deepak Chopra, there you go. Uh, so Heather, with that, can you just tell our listeners a little bit more kind of about you and what you've got going on? Sure, absolutely. Uh, so I think anything to fill in uh, from what you fabulously shared already is I've been self-employed for 15 years 
And as you mentioned, I came from the world of being a high school teacher. So uh, when I first entered into my business, I knew nothing about being self-employed. My first business was as a nutrition and wellness coach. I built that business up to full capacity in about nine months time. And I was absolutely terrified that it would all go away at any single moment. And so I just kind of organically and naturally started dovetailing my spiritual practice with the uh, spiritual and psychological curriculum called A Course in Miracles into my business. And eventually in a couple of years, uh, other people who were in the wellness field wanted to know what I was doing to be self-employed. So I started sharing. And that really created my first business transition where I then started coaching other wellness practitioners in the marketing, selling, and operation aspects of their business from more of like a spiritual and energetic perspective. I brought my business across the million dollar mark for the first time about five years in. And it was a really awful experience. I was totally overwhelmed. I was completely overexhausted, absolutely overworked. And I will definitely say it was not because of the amount of income that I was generating, but it was definitely because of the way that I went about it. And that period really put me into what I can now say was absolutely a dark night of the soul. I definitely continued to pour my love into those clients that I was serving at the time. And I withdrew from everything else. I took myself off of every list. I didn't go to any trainings. And I really went into some deep self-inquiry about what was happening. What is this? And is this really what I wanted for my life? Because if this is what it meant to be successful, I was pretty sure it was not for me. And that's what led me to understand that I was highly sensitive. I was connected with Dr. Elaine Aaron, who's the founding researcher on what it means to be a person who's highly sensitive. And at the time, I had never heard that term before. But once I understood what it meant, it didn't surprise me so much that I was highly sensitive. What did surprise me was how highly sensitive I was. I was off the charts, highly sensitive. And what it means to be highly sensitive, according to Dr. Dr. Elaine Aaron's research is that there's 20% of us who are born into the world with a highly sensitive nervous system, which means that we experience stimulation and input differently than those who are not highly sensitive at a much higher degree. So that can be sight, smells, sound, information, you name it. And because I'm a real believer and I've been teaching for years that you're that your ideal client is a version of you. I took one of Dr. Aaron's assessments into a group of 25 women entrepreneurs that I was working with in person uh, at the time and had them all take the assessment. And lo and behold, every single woman in that room was highly sensitive. Again, that didn't surprise me. Yet what did surprise me there was that not one woman in the room wanted to be highly sensitive. You really saw it as a detriment. They saw it as a weakness. They saw it as a negative label. And that really was the beginning of what is now the highly sensitive entrepreneur movement because I thought to myself, something really important is happening here. We've got a lot of talented women in this room, myself included, 
And we really need to be able to go about business differently if we're going to really be able to create long-term sustainable financial success. And so since then, which is since 2010, I've just been continuing my own research and creation of teaching tools, trainings about how to be able to approach marketing, selling, operations, all aspects of difference, excuse me, all aspects of business from this different perspective. And that's the scoop. Well, there's a lot there. So I've got a lot of questions out based off of that. Um, first off, you know, when you, when you say, you know, this high, highly sensitive, of course, as a, as a man, you go, well, it's not me. Um, so is it, you're just working with women or you work with both men and women? I work with both men and women. However, I will say you are absolutely spot on and right. If that is a social hurdle, being highly sensitive is a social hurdle for a woman to get over. It is a skyscraper for yeah. a man to get over. So it definitely takes a special man to show up um, and uh, do the work that you know I offer in the Business Miracles Mentoring Programs. But I will say that just recently, one of our HSE men, who's a real estate break, real estate broker in New England, um, you know, upon coming into the program and really beginning to use the teachings and tools, uh, signed his first you know million dollar deal, and is really on his way to being able to be, you know, successful in his business in a way that feels really good to him. He's probably not going to talk about it, but yeah. that's okay for now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think there's that barrier, right? That, that, that masculinity thing, like we don't want to be thought of as being sensitive. That's just, just for some reason, just not acceptable. Um, yeah, which well, obviously people have to get over. Yeah, for sure. And, and I would say it's not, you know, I know I use the words get over, but um, it's, it's really about accepting and embracing. Yeah. But what I'll say is that it's not a surprise. No, absolutely not. Because as I like to say all the time is the world is primarily designed for the other 80%, yeah. those who are not highly sensitive. And again, for those of us who are, we've had this unconscious experience most of our lives of feeling like the odd one out. So we do anything and everything to not let other people know that we are actually different, which causes a lot of suffering and a lot of difficulty. And what I've come to refer to as the HSE coping mechanisms, uh, there's three of them. Either you tend towards the coping mechanism of pushing, which is absolutely where I was, or you tend to the coping mechanism of hiding, or you tend towards the coping mechanism of combo plattering, which is flip-flopping back and forth between the two. That's a really, really hard place to, one, live your life from, but two, absolutely difficult to build a business from. And so it really becomes about learning how to shift out of those coping mechanisms so that you can be in a space of creating as an entrepreneur. Now, the cool thing is, is that actually as highly sensitives, we have these 12 top HSE strengths that I've identified. And when you can really begin to tap into those strengths, oh my gosh, everything takes off in your business and you feel so much better 
But first and foremost, you have to be willing to accept that, yes, you are different than the other 80%. So, so what are some signs if, if, as a, you know, as a person who just is going, okay, I don't, I don't know if I'm highly sensitive or not. I mean, how do I, how do I even know? Uh, what are some signs that might lead you to think, okay, maybe I should check it out. And then if I decide that there are some signs, then how do I actually go about finding out if I meet this kind of criteria? Yeah, for sure. Well, the signs, I think, really speak to the top 12 HSE shadows that I've identified, because most likely um, with someone who's not aware of their highly sensitive nature, they're experiencing their highly sensitive abilities from a shadow place. And so some of those top shadows, first and foremost, number one is overwhelm. So again, our nervous system is wired to process stimulation and information at a higher degree. So most likely uh, you will find yourself really impacted by things like, you know, loud sounds, bright, you know, lights, um, you know, intense smells, but really when it comes to being in business is information. So even when it comes to say organizing your day, right? And really being able to uh, have a disciplined nature in terms of what needs to be done, prioritized first, second, third, uh, you will have difficulty with that. You will find yourself experiencing overwhelm. Your mind will feel a little fuzzy, a little foggy. Um, you might find it difficult to concentrate for long periods of time. So that is a major indicator. There's also some other top shadows that tend to show up in the world of being self-employed. One is the HSE shadow of over-responsibility. So because as highly sensitives, we can pick up so much more than those who are not, we tend to really be able to feel the feelings that other people are feeling. We will pick up on energy, for example, that a non-highly sensitive won't. And so you tend to, when again, you don't know how to really manage this aspect about yourself, you will feel responsible for the experience that other people are having that can really wreak havoc as a highly sensitive entrepreneur because you have this tendency to be over-responsible for your clients, right? And your prospects. So you will extend yourself beyond what is really necessary, absolutely to the detriment of your own well-being. Um, and then you'll be very, very frustrated when that might not equate actually being able to sign on business. Um, and then another HSE shadow is the opposite of over-responsibility, which is over-protection. And again, if someone who's not used to really knowing how to work with their highly sensitive nature, they will try to protect themselves from being overwhelmed. One of the things that Dr. Aaron says is that for those of us who are highly sensitive, we're not afraid of, of experiencing overwhelm. We're afraid of even the possibility of experiencing overwhelm. So 
than something like, you know, any aspects of marketing, any aspects of selling can feel very intimidating. We can anticipate possibly not being able to handle the situation. So we will find anything and everything else to do in our business except what's needed, meaning you probably have the most beautiful website, you have the best looking business cards, you have the most fantastic programs, you have the excellent outfits to wear at a networking event, when it actually comes to being able to make that direct ask for business and being able to enroll, suddenly the laundry needs to be folded, the dog needs to be fed, the kids need to be taken to school, the neighbor's yard needs to be raked, anything else except what's really needed to move the business forward. So if any of this is, is ringing any bells, then you possibly might be a highly sensitive entrepreneur. And how can you know for sure? Well, I've developed a quiz based on Dr. Aaron's work um, where you can take that quiz. Uh, it's really a self-assessment. And at the end of that assessment, you will find out if you are a somewhat highly sensitive entrepreneur, a super highly sensitive entrepreneur, or if you're like me, then you are a super uber highly sensitive entrepreneur. And after you take the quiz, uh, you'll receive a free HSE success guide that will give you those first steps, whether you're somewhat super or super uber, will give you the first steps of how to really begin to work with your highly sensitive nature so that it's really an asset to your business rather, rather than a detriment. Awesome. So what are, you know, you take the quiz, you go, okay, I'm this, uh, I am, I qualify. And, and so you get your, um, the steps kind of what kind of some things you can do. What are, what are maybe a, just a, give me like two or three just key things for, for somebody. Yes. So first and foremost, you want to learn how to, what I refer to as manage your energy. So what that requires is number one, that you just accept that you're a person who's highly sensitive. Again, according to Dr. Aaron's research, you were born into the world this way. So it's not something your parents did to you. You didn't pick it up on the playground in kindergarten, and it's not because of that weird purple drink that you had at a college party. <laughs> this is who you are. So you can't get rid of it. You can try to hide it. You can try to push through it, like I said, but those coping mechanisms will work against you. The best thing you can do is really begin to embrace it. Then from there to begin to tap into some of those HSE strengths, such as, as HSEs, we are extremely intuitive. This can really work for you in your business when you learn how to really hone it and stop fighting it and trying to go just the more logical linear approach of the other 80%. Also as an HSE, you have a strength of being a very deep listener. This will also work massively for you as an entrepreneur, again, when you really learn to use it and trust it, especially when partnered with your intuition. And also another strength is you have a high level of empathy, meaning you can really put yourself in another person's shoes. Now, again, the shadow side of that, you will feel over-responsible because another person might be feeling sad, frustrated, 
want you to lower your prices, right? But when you learn how to use empathy so that you can really speak to the person and what it is that they need and how your service can really provide that, then again, that's something that can really work for you. So manage your energy first and foremost before you take any major business actions and learn how to start to to tap into those HSE strengths. Awesome. Awesome. So there was a couple things uh, right at the start that you said that I, I did want to ask you. Uh, you had this business going and you said you're worried that it would all go away. Uh, obviously, now that we've talked a while, I know uh, at least part of the answer is because you're this highly sensitive person. And so you are feeling all probably overwhelmed or over responsible. But can you dig into that? Why, why were you worried it would go away? Yes, such a great question. So, you know, just being an entrepreneur in general, whether you're highly sensitive or not, is a massive, massive endeavor of courage. Yeah. Right. So, to go from being a high school teacher, where one, you're getting a paycheck every two weeks, to you're being told where to go every 42 minutes because a bell is being rung and you're like, okay, this class is over. I'm on to the next class. Right. Three, you're pretty much being told what to teach within those 42 minutes. Personally, I feel grateful that I left the public school system before like the curriculum became like so rigid as it is these days, but it was still, you know, pretty set out. Um, you know, back in the day. And then suddenly here you are working for yourself. No curriculum, no ringing bells, no paycheck. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) So that's a massive, again, a massive endeavor of courage to take on. And then you add on to that being highly sensitive, which I didn't know that I was. It was like massively, you know, again, terrifying. I will say, of course, there's so much that came out of that that has massively rewarded uh, my life, my business, but really more than anything, my myself, my personal growth. And, you know, starting just with learning how to have a relationship with money and what that really meant, I had to massively expand my money mindset Um, so the money mindset training I've created is is now part of all of my mentoring programs, uh, because really, really digging in and choosing to have a different relationship with money is an imperative shift just from being an employee to being an entrepreneur. And then, like I said, you add being, add being highly sensitive on top of it, you know, and it's a, it's a massive mountain to try to transcend. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hey, I want to interrupt this episode real quick to talk to you about Nate Armstrong. Uh, Our sponsor, Nate Armstrong, he's with homeinvest.com. And you want to get to know Nate. So go to homeinvest.com and just connect with Nate. Talk to him. Learn about his operation, what he's got going on. He's a turnkey provider, and it may not be right for you, but it could be the perfect fit. So it doesn't hurt. It's a free call, free consultation just to figure out, you know, what they do, what they have to offer. And worst case is you're going to meet a great person who's really well educated in real estate. He's done a ton of different real estate strategies and 
probably is going to teach you a little bit, even on a short conversation uh, with him. So go to homeinvest.com and, and uh, connect with Nate's company. You're definitely not going to be disappointed. It's worth it. So uh, thanks. And we'll get back to our show. So what's a big mistake that you've made in, in business and kind of how have you learned and, and grown from that mistake? Yeah, I would say that mistake really goes back to, you know, that time where I really did go into the dark night of the soul and, you know, that crossing of the million dollar mark, uh, really, I was working with uh, a coach who was not a match for me. Again, I didn't understand that I was highly sensitive. She was absolutely of the other 80%, no fault to her own. Um, she was teaching what she knew and I was denying who I was. I thought that I couldn't be who I was and financially successful at the same time. And that is a massive mistake uh, on my part. And it's a massive mistake that I see so many HSEs make. It will never, ever work to try to think and believe that you can forgo who you are. And that is actually the only way to create financial success really has you on this, you know, unending merry-go-round. There will never be a final moment where you're like, oh, okay, now I have enough money where I can just relax and now I can be who I am. It will never, ever happen. It's what I refer to as the myth of arrival. So you have to be willing to embrace who you are and really know who you are and build your business from there. And that requires, first of all, some massive inquiry, just who are you in the first place, um, understanding how you work best, finding a coach or mentor that really matches that and who can help teach you how to go out there and market successfully, sell successfully, operate your business successfully, but in a way that's aligned for who you are rather than working against who you are. That's the way that then you're on a trajectory for sustainable success. And that's what I'm interested in because I'm not in this game of being self-employed just to try to make the buck sell the business and move on. And I know that some people are, and that's totally fine, but I'm in this because I want to live my life by my design. I don't want to be changing classrooms every 42 minutes. I don't want to be told, you know, every year what it is that I'm going to be able to teach or not be able to teach. I want to constantly be in a space of creativity. And I like to say that I like to design my business to live as if I'm retired. I don't want to retire. So I want to be able to continue to create, but where I get to get up in the morning when I want to get up in the morning. I get to work with the people that I want to work with. I get to teach what I know that my soul is here to teach. And if that's what you're interested in, you got to be able to know who you are, accept who you are, and build your business from there. Because then it becomes a lifelong endeavor and not just something that A, you know, might close tomorrow or B, that you just try to get through and get out of. Yeah. And I think that's a really important uh, differentiation is so, uh, there's, you know, everybody's got this different personality and they got different ways of doing business and, yeah. and it works for different people. But if you try to be what somebody says is going to make you successful, that might not work for you 
it doesn't matter even if you're not the uh, the highly sensitive person just if your personality doesn't fit like i when i first was into business i i was following somebody who was i wouldn't call him like ruthless but just wasn't just didn't treat people the way that i treat people and i would try to emulate that and it like it would make me miserable Yes. Uh, to do that. And until I actually like stopped and was like, this is not the person I want to be. This is not who I want to do business with. I'm not going to just, you know, battle back at somebody. That's, that's not, it's not going to make me happy. Um, so you got to like, I, I liked how you said you've got to just kind of slow down and like really think about who you are and how do you want to do business and assess like, what's your personality just because you read something in a book that's going to make you successful doesn't mean it's going to make you successful if that's not who you are. Absolutely. Um, so I could not agree more. It is so imperative. And, you know, absolutely, like you said, you know, there's different ways for different people. And yeah. also what works for one person isn't going to work for everyone. Right. right. Um, and even though I mentor highly sensitive entrepreneurs, one of the things that myself and my coach team, we strive for all the time is the um, real honoring of that we are, we are not a cookie cutter approach. Yep. So we have teachings, we have tools that we share, and then yep. we always strive to be able to meet you where you are and how can those tools best work for you. And if needed, then apply what I like to refer to as the law of adaptation. So to teach an entrepreneur how to take something that's worked for someone else, use the parts that work for them and adapt otherwise is in my opinion, one of the best skills that I can be passing on to someone else. Cause there just isn't one way that will work for everyone. Otherwise we would all be doing it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's great. And, you know, you're, you're teaching to uh, coaching, tw you know, up to 20%. Um, so if, if you get somebody that's highly aggressive or, you know, something like that, it's just not a fit for you. Uh, yeah. That wouldn't make any sense for you to probably coach them. They should go with some other coach. Um, and there's all kinds of different personalities. So you're, you're only catering to, you know, a small percentage of the population yes. and, and, which I really like because you understand where your niche is versus like you said, you're not just coaching everybody. Mm -hmm. There's not a one size fits all. No, absolutely. Absolutely not for sure. Yeah. And you know, and like you said, like you have to feel good about what you're doing. I mean, this is how you're using, you know, the breath that you get, you know, to breathe mm -hmm. every single day and uh if you're miserable that's definitely a signal that you're in the wrong space but a lot of people miss that and i know that i did at first and i missed it because i thought there must be something wrong with me right this is working for this coach that i'm working with why isn't it working for me and i came to the conclusion well it must be me and I really, really, really put out there for anyone, everyone who's listening, that if you find yourself asking that question, like, what's wrong with me? Like, you really need to stop and you need to look deeper uh, because that is not, 
the answer. That's not the stopping spot uh, to go deeper into, you know, who am I? Again, how do I work best? And what do I need? And then there becomes a real massive learning in terms of development of belief and trust right? Now, again, you can look out there most of the world and the way that they're running business. It is about being ruthless. It is about being aggressive, just as you said. And yet, I'm still a seven-figure business owner. I'm far from aggressive. I'm far from ruthless. I'm totally the exact opposite. I've designed this all in a way that works for me, and I've been able to do it. So it is absolutely possible, but you need to be willing to dig deep. Yeah, I think there's this um, false belief that nice guys finish last or nice girls finish last. Wow. And I, I just think that's that, that the false belief. So a lot of us think, oh, we have to be this ruthless business person, which actually gives a pretty negative, um, you know, feeling about business people and about wealthy people. Uh, so it's actually a kind of a bad thing uh, in my mind. And I, I think most people's personality don't really fit that. Uh, I know mine doesn't. Um, and I, I think most people don't. And I think there's quite a few people that probably play that way that it really, they're miserable because of it. Yes, exactly. Um, well, what I like to say is that is so last century. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, we're in a new time now. And uh, especially for those of us who are highly sensitive, if we're called to be self-employed, it's typically in a service-based business. Mm. And the best thing that you can do in a service-based business is actually provide a service, mm -hmm. right? Like a really heartfelt service. And being heartfelt doesn't mean that you allow yourself to get walked on all over. It doesn't mean that you don't have boundaries. It doesn't mean that you aren't operating, that you're operating from those shadows, right? Of over responsibility, over protection. But it does mean that you can actually be relational. You can remember that behind every business transaction is another person, is a relationship. And you can have integrity and you can honor that and you can still generate an income, I would say even more so because it allows you to really genuinely be rewarded for this incredible gift that you're bringing to other people, especially the real estate brokers that I work with. I mean, that's just been in the last couple of years that I honestly don't even know how, but real estate brokers are finding their way to me in the Business Miracles mentoring programs. And the first real estate broker who joined one of our mentoring programs, I like almost like broke down and cried because I was like, oh my gosh, like absolutely in the world of real estate, highly sensitives are so needed because it doesn't have to be this really awful, painful transaction for people, right? It can be like one of the most fabulous, glorious moments for a person to buy a house, sell a house, you know, buy a building, sell a building, you know, invest in property, what have you. And a highly sensitive can bring like so much of that intuition, empathy, deep thinking, deep feeling, deep listening to the experience. Great. In my opinion, we have the opportunity to change the world in this century because, you know, thank you, Andrew Carnegie. We're so happy for everything that you did last century and it's time to do things differently. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's important what you said earlier too about, um, it's not that it's not that being sensitive means you're gonna bow down to people, let them walk all, all over you, not 
you not get paid for your services because you feel bad charging too much, all that kind of stuff. It's still being firm. It's still actually, you know, running your business as a business. Yes. It, it just, it's not necessarily doing things the, uh, the old fashioned way. Right. Um, but it doesn't yeah. mean you're getting taken advantage of at every turn along not the way. Not at all. Not at all. Especially when you learn how to operate from your strengths. Now, again, will it require you to develop some new skills? Absolutely. Learn mm -hmm. how to set boundaries, learn how to verbalize those boundaries, learn how to you know, make a direct ask. Absolutely. But all of it can be done from your HSE strengths. All of it can be done in a way that's honoring who you are. And oh my gosh, when th those you know, aspects of the outer practical pieces of running and operating a business can really partner with the you know, inner self of who you genuinely are, it's a beautiful, beautiful experience. Like you feel like just so much happier in the yeah. world, um, let alone like, you know, what you're able to generate as a self-employed income. Sure. Sure. So with this next question, you can answer it either to kind of the people you work with and, and, and yourself or in general, but what, it, what advice would you give us for operating a business successfully? Yes. Well, I would say, you know, again, really for any entrepreneur, highly sensitive or not, first and foremost, it does go back to that knowing who you are, knowing what you really want from mm. your business. Like, why are you choosing to be self-employed in the first place? As I like to say to, you know, my Business Miracles members all the time, no one is making you do this. Mm. <laughs> No one is holding a gun to your head and telling you you have to be self-employed. You know, this is absolutely a deep personal choice. So why? What is that about for you? And then from there, again, mentor, coach, program that can help you take those first two, knowing who you are, why you've chosen to be self-employed, and help you accelerate the process so that it doesn't have to be so painful. Um, you don't have to be in this place of, again, like self-protection or pride, believing that you have to do it or meant to do it all on your own. And then with that mentor coach program support, you know, really be committed to the long-term trajectory. You know, so not just the why am I doing this, but where do I want this to take me? And in my opinion, as part of that is, what is the service that I'm here to provide? And as part of that, the legacy that I'm here to leave. As those of us who are self-employed, whether you consciously think about it or not, you're having a ripple effect every single day because you're literally like putting your mission out into the world. So it only makes sense that you're doing that consciously and with a clear idea of the direction or again the long-term impact that you want that to have and I think those are really the primary elements whole bunch of nuances and little steps in between uh, for sure but you know that's that's the framework that's the container that in my opinion again we get we are blessed to be able to experience in a lifetime as a person who's self-employed I love it so yeah I mean it uh, up until 
maybe three, four years ago, I thought, well, having a coach or mentor, it's like, whatever, that's so corny. Uh, what are they going to do for me? And, but, you know, being a business owner is, is, is kind of a, it doesn't matter how many, you, you might have people all around you all the time or you're selling or whatever, uh, but it's still kind of lonely at the top, right? Because you are the top and having that mentor, that person that, that can not only hold you accountable, but make sure you're, you're also doing things the right way. And there, I mean, there's so many advantages, uh, countless advantages to it. I didn't understand that until I don't know, three, four years ago where I was just like, I can just do it myself. There's books. I got books everywhere. I can read Andrew <laughs> Carnegie's books and he'll tell me everything that I need to know. Right. Uh, so I, I think that's great though, that uh, you mentioned that. And, uh, obviously it's what you do uh, provide a, a fantastic service for people. But um, uh, Cool. Well, we're going to move on. What's your favorite book that you have read let's call it within the last oh, year oh boy Ooh, that's a tough one well this is going to sound weird but i would say my favorite book in the last year is a book named diana herself and it's an allegory by martha beck and um I say it might sound weird because at first it definitely doesn't seem like it's business oriented, um, but it is, in my opinion, that's like the third time I've said that, but um, one of the very best books that I've read about the hero's journey and mm -hmm. the experience of being self-employed is a hero's journey. And I loved it so much that I actually um, took my, uh, eminence members uh, through the book in this past year and now in this upcoming year our elite members will be going through the book as well because uh, I just really feel that it has so so much to teach about that transformational process so that was called uh, Diana herself Diana herself Martha Beck. cool great um Last question before we wrap up. What are your three pillars of wealth creation? Mm, so really like the, the foundation. You answer that however you want. It can be foundation. It can be what you invest in. It can, people answer it every different way. I want you to answer it how you want. I love it. Um, the first I'm going to say is education. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, second is self-awareness and the third is, how do I want to say this? Um, I want to say financial advancement, but I don't know if that makes sense or not. So I'll explain it a little bit, which is, uh, to just really be a consistent partner. Uh, with your finances in regards to just always having an eye on what's coming in, what's going out, what's being invested in, um, you know, what is creating both an ROI and an ROE, so return on investment as well as return on energy, and being willing to be in flow with that relationship so that it's always moving forward. Yeah. 
I'm gonna write those down. I so love that. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> so uh, last thing is how can our listeners get in touch with you and learn more about what you got going on, uh, take the quiz, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. Well, I would say that's probably the best first step. You know, if you've been listening and again, you have any kind of inkling or sense that, huh, I might fall into this highly sensitive entrepreneur category, then I definitely recommend the quiz. And you can find that at www.hsequiz.com. And again, that's hsequiz.com. And again, you'll, you'll go through that assessment and find out if you're somewhat super, super uber, and then you'll receive a free success guide, depending on where you fall, that will support you with those first steps. So guys, go to hsequiz.com because you know you're thinking, oh, no, I'm not sensitive right now. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But Heather, I really appreciate you being on the show. Any last words of uh, wisdom you want to share with us? Yeah, no, just thank you so much. I so appreciate what you're doing. I appreciate what your podcast stands for. And, you know, I would just say to people, like, keep listening. Uh, keep digging deep into, you know, who you are and the belief level that you, you can have the life that you desire to create in this world. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you being on the show again. Thank you. Hey, special thanks to Heather Dominic. I appreciate her joining us on the show, spending time out of her day and giving us a ton of value. Uh, a couple of things I took from this episode. Uh, first of all, you know, she talks about learning how to manage your energy. Uh, she also talks about tapping into your strengths and be a deep listener. And I think uh, all three of those are extremely important. Um, again, learning how to manage your energy, tapping into your strengths, and then um, being a, a deep listener. So uh, again, appreciate Heather joining us on the show, spending time out of her day. Go to the hsequiz.com and uh, kind of learn more also about what Heather's doing. Um, for for us, for our listeners, uh, go on to iTunes or wherever you listen to and subscribe to the show. We'd love to have you give us a, a rating and review, hopefully five stars, uh, if you haven't already. And if you have, we really appreciate that. That helps us grow our audience, grow our show, and continue to reach more people, uh, which is the goal of the show, to reach as many people uh, as want to listen and to provide, hopefully, fantastic value to all of our listeners. Uh, we've got some fantastic guests that join us every single week. So we want to keep them coming and uh, keep providing good information. So if also, if you have something you want to add, uh, questions you want to have us cover, uh, anything like that, go on to our Facebook page. That's probably the easiest way to get in touch with us. Go on to our Facebook page, uh, Pillars of Wealth on Facebook, and just write us a note. Let us know uh, what kind of questions we can answer. Let us know what you're thinking. Uh, guests that you really want us to uh, to have on the show, possibly. Uh, stuff like that. So uh, be a part of it. We want to add value to you as the listener. That's our goal here on Pillars of Wealth. So uh, I am Todd Dexheimer. Hey, by the way, I'm doing some uh, coaching and uh, been just enjoying that a lot. So I'm kind of 
I don't know if ramping it up is the right word, but I'm uh, opening it up to more people. And so if you know of anybody that uh, would benefit of that, uh, mainly, you know, apartment coaching, but it can be any kind of uh, somebody who wants to grow their business. Um, of course, again, my specialty is uh, real estate and apartments. Uh, so if, if you know of anybody, uh, point in my way, uh, that would be great. Uh, or if you yourself are looking for that. I'm Todd Dexheimer. I'm signing off. Make every day a Saturday. Are you ready to start investing in real estate today, but don't know where to start? Sometimes investing can seem way too complicated, but it actually couldn't be any easier than with homeinvest.com. You know the co-founder and my friend, Nate Armstrong. He appeared on episode 20, and if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it, episode number 20. Home Invest is a company that allows you to invest in turnkey real estate. Their goal is to build powerful investment tools that make real estate investing accessible to everyone. They have contractors and property managers available for you with the click of your mouse. While other real estate agents can only offer a property, Home Invest brings you a full turnkey package that allows you to diversify your investments, earn passive income and start building equity in properties. Their simple intuitive design allows newcomers and experienced investors alike to hit the ground running and to be able to choose the properties when they want and where they want. View easy to understand charts and data to allow you to buy in only a few clicks or just a simple phone call. With Home Invest, you'll be building your portfolio as quickly or as slowly as you would like. And right now, Home Invest is giving our listeners, Pillar of Wealth Creation listeners, a free course on how to finally win in real estate investing. So go to homeinvest.com forward slash pillars. That's homeinvest.com forward slash pillars to claim your free course today.